Now, the Prime Minister of the Caribbean nation of St. Kitts and Nevis has told the BBC that his country is not totally free as long as King Charles III remains head of state. Dr. Terence Drew said he would welcome an apology from the monarchy for its historic role in the slave trade. There are 14 Commonwealth realms or countries where the king remains head of state. Eight in the Caribbean, eight um, remain in the Caribbean, I should say, where questions linger over the crown's role in the slave trade and whether or not to go republic. Our correspondent Celestina Olulode reports. The shifting tides of constitutional change. This tiny island is reconsidering its relationship with the crown. The Prime Minister of St Kitts and Nevis says he wants to give people a say on who their head of state should be. The head of state still reside in the monarchy um, of, of England. And so that aspect of it is telling us that we are not totally free yet. That consultation or discussion will start um, sometime during um, my leadership. The Prime Minister is also calling for an apology for the monarchy's historic role in the slave trade. I think that acknowledging that something would have gone wrong, something wrong was done, that acknowledging it and apologising for it is a step in the right direction. Buckingham Palace says slavery is an issue the King takes profoundly seriously. Last month, the palace said it was supporting independent research into the royal family's historic links to the slave trade. And on the matter of countries becoming republics, King Charles has said it is a matter for each nation to decide. Britain's influence remains strong here, even after almost 40 years of independence. But as this nation reaches that milestone, there's ongoing debate around its identity. We still have the same colonialistic thinking. And that is one thing we have to move away from. That, that's why I think that um, becoming a republic would just benefit our people more. For us to be as so small to go do such a big step would be impressionable onto the world, I would say. But a recent poll suggests the country is still split on whether becoming a republic is a good idea. If there's one place that illustrates St Kitts and Nevis' colonial past, it's Brimstone Hill Fortress, the site of several royal visits, including the then Prince Charles in 2019. The entire structure was built by enslaved Africans. Um, they're the ones who harvested the stone and cut them into shape. Historian Leonard Stapleton showed the king around the island. We recognise that the people that fill the office of the monarchy, they are in person kind and genuine human beings, but the office do represent the same force that was behind the enslavement of the Africans. As the country strides forward, questions linger, and reaching an agreement regarding any next steps appears to be a long way off. Celestina Olulode, BBC News, St Kitts and Nevis. And we can join Celestina more now for more on her report. Uh, Celestina, there are still 14 uh, nations in the Commonwealth realm which do have King Charles as their head of state and monarch. But... Is there still an appetite for that? Well, Nancy, really it depends on 
who you talk to throughout these eight remaining realms in the Caribbean. Uh, this, though, is all about symbols. This is all about how a nation sees itself. Now, according to a recent poll, uh, should there be uh, a referendum taking place in those eight realms today, it would be the countries that, like uh, Jamaica, Antigua and the Bahamas that would go uh, republic. I think, though, uh, that whoever you speak to throughout the Caribbean, for example, when I was in St. Kitts, people have different answers. For example, uh, Leonard Stapleton, the historian you saw in my report there, he said to me that for some people, uh, when they see their prime ministers have it sworn in and having to swear allegiance to the British crown, this irks them in a way. So uh, lots of questions remain really uh, over how much of an appetite is there for uh, transitioning to a republic. Well, as you mentioned in your report, there is, of course, this... Uh, sometimes troubled history between Caribbean nations and, um, and, uh, and the monarchy. And there are calls for reparations coming from some Caribbean nations. Just tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, you may remember last year there were a number of uh, royal tours throughout the Caribbean. And whilst people did hold, uh, come out in support, cheering the royals, there was also uh, people holding placards, people protesting, calling for reparations. And I, I think for, for some people in the Caribbean, they, they see these royal tours as an opportunity to tell the world what they think on these matters, really. Now, uh, I should say as well that um, speaking to uh, Prime Minister Dr Terence Drew, he said that he wanted, uh, he wants King Charles to acknowledge uh, the, the role in the, the historic role the royal family played in the uh, slave trade and he said that he wants an apology. Now uh, the King, King Charles has said, and I quote, that uh, this is something, slavery is something that he sees as something profoundly he takes profoundly seriously he says he cannot describe the depths of personal sorrow at suffering caused uh, by slavery and King Charles last month said that he welcomed a, a, a study exploring the relationship between the monarchy and the slave trade in the 17th and 18th centuries.